Welcome back to the Kicks Only version of the Kicks and Giggles podcast. This is the show where it's all about shoes. There's no bullshit. There's no talking about blowjobs. There's no talking about uh, fucking business. No, well, I guess there is talking about business. There's no blowjobs. There's no Ellen DeGeneres. There's no fucking creepy shit. It's just straight to the shoes. Um, These past two months, since I haven't done like the podcast in a little while... I kind of got a little bit of catching up to do, so this episode is kind of a huge flex, um, but it's also some really good in-hand reviews on some of the hottest releases of the year. So as you can see behind me, I've got the fucking Fearless Chateaus, which isn't actually a super hot release. Uh, It's kind of a sleeper. These, where the fuck are they? These are the, they're like the Fearless... um, Fucking, I don't know what they're called. They say something on the back. Chateau Rogue is the is the full name. The Mason Chateau Rogue Retro Ones. Uh, I fucking love this shoe. You never see these like light pastel colors on a Jordan 1. It's always like vibrant red, vibrant blue, royal, UNC. Very, very poppy colors. Um, and these just, it's just like a perfect blend of like, I don't know, the colors are so easy on your eye. And uh, they go with a lot of things that you wouldn't normally wear, which is what makes me like them more. Everybody's got red, everybody's got black, everyone's got blue. But to pull this shoe off on foot, you got to do like a lot of vanillas, a lot of fucking earthy green, earthy tones, uh, some brown you could wear. I think it looks really clean with like, I have these Fear of God, uh, they're essential sweatpants. They're like a cream color with black on them. Uh, those are really sick. I also have the black with the cream color striped. Those look pretty good, but I think you have to kind of match this like earthy tone colorway uh, with your whole fucking outfit. And even though I wear a lot of black, I probably won't wear these, but man, I fucking want to. They're so beautiful. This is like, th- these are easily one of my favorite releases of the year, top five for sure. Um, and then. Part of that Fearless pack, this is probably the the hottest pair of them all, is the Melody Asani, like, I don't even know what the fuck the story is here. All I know is that I I don't know much about this shoe other than what's literally on it. So on the shoe, wrapped around the bottom of the sole, it looks like in like handwriting almost. It says, if you knew what you had was rare, you would never waste it, which I fucking love that, okay, love that. And then on the bottom, there's an icy bottom that has like like clouds on it. It looks like there's like clouds, the design underneath the ice. And uh, it just says like, you are a soul, Melody Asani. It just says like a ton of shit, me. Um, one of the shoes, this is like, this is the pair. So people think that they're two different shoes, no. This is the pair of shoes. One of the left shoe has dark blue, UNC blue, uh, like a lime vibrant green, which you never see on Jordan 1s. Uh, and then the tongue has that same UNC blue on it. And then the right shoe has like a dark orange, uh, fucking bread red, and then some like light pink, not even like rust pink. It's just like a, it's leather. It's just a leather fucking light pink. I don't know how to explain it. It looks really nice though. I got my fucking nails to literally match these shoes. If you can't tell, uh, I had wanted these for so fucking long. I wanted these for like the past four months. I was looking at them when they were only at like 750 and I was like, I need to get those. 
and I ended up paying market. Uh, my buddy Ankar, his name is, shout out to Ankar. I don't know if I'm saying your name right. It's a kind of a hard name to say, okay? So I'm sure you could understand that. But shout out to my boy in Canada, actually. He hooked me up on these for around a thousand bucks, which is really fucking a great price compared to market. Market's like, at the time it was like 1150, now it's about to hit uh, 1300. They're going up really fast. The inside of these shoes as well, like there's like a quote on the inside, as you can see in the video. I'm gonna try to read it. It says, um, let these shoes take me to places that support everything I am and need. Show me my path. Inspired by fucking whoever. Uh, that's fucking, I don't know. These are awesome, man. I love this shoe so much. I, I want to wear these, but I'm not at the point yet financially where I can just throw on a pair of like thousand fucking $400 shoes. But... I fucking plan on it. I plan on keeping, I'm not letting go of these. Nobody's taking these from me. You'd have to give me two grand. Like literally that's how I am. Fucked market. Like the, this shoe, I've wanted this for so long and you're never going to see something like this again. This should have been, if these were called the what the Jordan one, they would have gone for fucking 1500 off the rip. Like everybody would have them. These are so like low key hyped that it makes me think that this shoe is going to hit $3,000 one day and not in 10 years. I mean like in a year. Like I think that people don't realize how limited this shoe is and people don't realize how there's nothing like this that like $1,000 is a fucking steal for them. That's just me kind of a huge prediction there. But you fucking watch. You watch. Nobody's Nobody wears these. You never see anyone wear them. Nobody's posting pictures of them. Not even a lot of people really talk about them. They also have these like really big watch faces on the on the fronts of the shoe, um, which is a little gaudy. It's a little weird. I haven't taken them off, um, but I think it's more of like a time is money type of thing. Like, I don't know. They're not meant to be gaudy. I, I, I love them. I, I fucking love this shoe. So... I got those, and then obviously the Chunky Dunks, uh, the most popular Nike SB of this year, and probably one of the most expensive releases of this year for Nike SB. The, this is a Ben and Jerry's and Nike collab. Um, I honestly, I'm just gonna keep it fucking real. When I look at this shoe, I don't think of ice cream, okay? This is not an ice cream shoe for me. You wanna know an ice cream shoe? Look up. I might get this wrong, but I think it's either New Balance or Saucony did a Neapolitan shoe that was like light pink, vanilla, and then like a light or like a dark brown. And they were supposed to look like a Neapolitan fucking ice cream. And they had like ice cream on the inside of the insole. There was like drips on them. The bottoms looked cool. Like that's an, that's an ice cream shoe. This is like furry, like a cow, okay? Which obviously milk comes from cows. So I guess that's ice cream. And then like, it looks like a little Fortnite fucking shit in the back where there's like hills and then blue as the sky. Like, and then the fucking swoosh is yellow drip. There's not yellow ice cream, okay? So it makes it look like cheese. They should have called this the fucking hamburger shoe because it looks more like cow is meat and then this is cheese and you fucking eat it outside. I don't know. I just don't think that this screams Ben and Jerry's or screams ice cream. So unfortunately, I was a little bit disappointed on these. But because of the hype and because of this fucking collection that I bought out, uh, I couldn't say no to them. You know, 
at the end of the day, this is a shoe that if you paid $1,000 or around $1,000 for these, you're probably gonna double your money in a year, maybe even triple it in two years. Um, so yeah, and, and this part, this is my favorite part of the whole shoe. The inside that's got the classic Ben and Jerry's logo, and then it says, if it's not fun, why do it? Um, so I love that. The inside of the shoe is all tie-dyed. I honestly like the inside more than the outside, and I'm guessing Ben and Jerry's design, like Ben and Jerry designed these. I don't even know if they're fucking alive, so I don't know. They probably did though, right? If they are alive. Um, <laughs> if they didn't design these, it honestly makes sense because they don't really look like an ice cream shoe. But regardless, I'm not a big Nike SB guy, so obviously I'm going to shit on any Nike SB I really get. I've always been Jordan 1 over Nike SB, but at the end of the day, these are hyped as fuck and they are really cool in person. I just wish that they did a little bit more ice cream, you know? Give me like some fucking something. Give me something cold that, I don't know. This looks like a summer shoe. It doesn't look like a like a cold ice cream sweet flavor. You get what I'm saying? Maybe you don't. Now another shoe that I bought this, this I actually bought these a week ago. Um, so here's the deal. I, I was really like low key, not really buying shoes, not really fucking with shoes for a good little like seven, eight months there. Um, and then I started wanting to get back into shoes. So I started buying, you know, occasional like Jordan ones here and there. And, and I started selling a little bit more. And then this Corona shit hit and I thought my business was fucked, but then everybody and their mom started ordering. So now I get all these orders and now I'm doing like custom orders, finding pairs of shoes online, hitting people up. Like some people are texting me, I want Chicago ones. I sold Chicago ones, Europe ones, uh, UNC ones, all the off-white collection ones. I sold fucking, I don't even know how many pairs of like oddball, like Spider-Man ones and obsidians and shit like that. So now I start selling a lot and then I, I remember I tried for like the Toro 14s and I hit them on sneakers. And then I tried for the top three fives and I hit. And I tr got another one. There was another like semi-decent release that I hit. But I started hitting shit on sneakers app. So then I was like, okay, like I, well, I got to resell these. And then I started to fucking get that passion back for shoes. And then I hear about this brand that's called the, that's called I Never Heard of You. Um, and they created these Jordan Retro Ones. I'm showing them in the video. If you're listening to this, then it's a waste of time. You really gotta watch these like kicks only episodes. It's really a YouTube only thing. Um, so they made these middle finger fuck off retro ones, which I instantly fell in love with. And um, now I go on eBay and I looked up like how much are these going for? Cause I heard about them from like, I think I follow, um, like Zach FTP account. He's like the owner of the brand FTP, which is like a very rebellious brand, streetwear brand from LA. And he's known for doing really, really like rebellious shit. Almost like to a point where it's like, okay. Uh, for example, he made a shirt. One of his first shirts he ever released with this company, which was like years ago, was a Columbine. It was a replica of a Columbine gym shirt. So it said Columbine High School. It looked like a PE shirt. And then on the back in quotes, it said, do you believe in God? And that shirt was so fucked up. 
Like, obviously, I loved it. I can't even lie. I love the shirt. I think it's fucking genius. People, it turns people's heads. It's so what the fuck that it's going to make, it's going to obviously bring your brand out there. People are going to be talking about it. It did probably exactly what he wanted to do. Obviously, there's going to be a problem when people start wearing that shirt. Because if you walk by a family member of a of a fucking Columbine's, like, like someone that lost their kid in Columbine shooting sees a random guy wearing that shirt, it's going to really fuck that person up. And for that reason, I wouldn't wear it. But as a collector's piece, they only made like a hundred of them. I think it's really fucking cool. So then he did a shirt where if you lift the bottom of the shirt and you put it over your head, sorry for the nipple flash there, it has um, Osama bin Laden's fucking face on the inside of the shirt, so if you pull your shirt over your head like a mask, it's Osama bin Laden. He does really, really wild shit. And as somebody that appreciates, you know, being unique and being different and going against the norms and all that, I, I love the brand. So I found his post and he was like shouting out this guy for these shoes. So now I eBay search, uh, I never heard of you, Jordan 1s. And I see all these pairs that are like, 275, 285, 300, 250, 240. So now I just started sending offers. And long story short, I ended up getting like seven pairs of these for 300 and under per pair. And now that was only like a month and a half ago. And now they're already lowest ask you could find on a size 11 is like 600 bucks. Uh, size eight and nines are selling for 450, $500. And you could just see they're fucking going up. And nobody really knows about this shoe. So I dumped like $2,000 into those. And then I sold like three of them and I made most of my money back. So now I kind of get like this quick flip thing. I'm hitting shit manually for the first time in my entire life, even though it's Toro 14s and they're dog shit. Um, but now I start to get like, all right, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I, I need to start reselling again. And now my boy Alex calls me and he was like, hey, I'm selling. I actually meet with Alex to, to buy a pair of shoes from him or to sell from him. He was a customer of mine from a while ago. And he's like, yo, I'm going to be selling my collection soon. I got like fucking 40 pairs I want to dump. And he's like, I'm going to be selling it within a month. So now within this month, I just grind. I fucking got money from people. I did whatever I had to do. I took a little loan from a credit card, fucking hustled, made some money really fast, got together a ton of money, and now I cash out this whole fucking collection, which I'm going to show a picture of behind me. Um, so now I bought all these fucking shoes behind me. You can't even tell what they are. But, I mean, backboard 3.0s, 1.0s, 2.0s, the whole set. Fearless um, ones, not even the chateaus or the melodies. I got those on my own. These were like the the classic patent leather UNC to Chicago fearless pair. Um, pine green ones, bread ones, bread toes, top threes, fucking royals, shadows, two pairs of Spider Mans, Travis Scott fucking Air Maxes, uh, the chunky dunks. It was this big ass collection. So now I cashed this dude out and. Um, and then from there, it was like, okay, like now, man, now I'm in this fucking game again. So then I hit up my pre-order guy for the fucking, for these off-white fours. And I was like, yo, I'm going to grab a few pairs of these. I grabbed three of those, um, which I really like these in hand too. These came out super clean. These are the off-white sale fours. These are like women's exclusive so far. Um, really fucking weird detailing. Like the shoes like split apart right at the heel. Um, 
They're super clean. I like these a lot with black. I recommend black joggers and a black hoodie or black skinny jeans, maybe. Um, I don't really know how jeans work with these. By the way, this is so fucking soft. This like material, it's so soft and supposedly it's just really buttery leather. Some people, I've watched reviews and they're like, oh yeah, this new buck, fucking soft ass new buck. Nah, it's actually leather. It's just that fucking soft that you think it's new buck. But because it's soft leather, leather has a tendency to take dye from jeans. If jeans rub on leather, uh, it can dye the jean. It could dye the leather. So if you wear blue jeans with these and you're one of the guys that wears baggy jeans over your retro fours, which is an awful look, but if you wear baggy jeans over your shoes uh, and you're walking and that jean is like slipping against the shoe, you're gonna fucking take these shoes off and look at them and they're gonna have blue dye all over them. So do not do that to this shoe. Wear joggers, wear sweatpants. If you're gonna wear jeans, they gotta be skinny because you don't want them rubbing against the outside of the shoe. Um, back to my story, I pre-ordered these and then I was like, okay, I want the fucking melodies. So then I got some money together and I bought these. And then I was like, fuck, the chateaus are sick. So I bought those and then I realized that I had these, these Yeezy Azales, I wore these before, okay? I don't know if that's what they're called. I think it is though. Um, this is a V3. I got them right when they released. They were 450. I put them on my feet right away. I loved the shoe. They're so fucking comfortable, but they were a little bit too tight. So now that, so then I sold them for like 470 worn. And now like four fucking months later, this guy hits me up selling them. And they're nine, these are 950 fucking dollars right now. This V3 Azale is 950. So I was like, fuck it. I bought those back because I feel like, I feel like the market's just going to go even higher on those. They're not going to resell or remake them. And if they do at this point, the market's so high that everybody's just going to pay for them and they won't dip that much. So Yeah. I just cashed the fuck out this past couple months. I've been making good money. I fucking was doing, I'm doing DoorDash now. Like, don't even let all of this fool, fool you. I'm still like working shit jobs on the side. Um, it's just that my focus is not on a girlfriend anymore or on like pleasing people or even on a part-time job that I have to go clock in eight hours a day. Like I'm at home. So all I'm doing is like, making phone calls, driving in fucking this town, driving there, picking this up, flipping shoes, trading shit. So uh, it's because my focus is so much on shoes that I'm like, I need to just dump my bank into this because I need to be all in. Like I wanna, I want to need shoes, you know? Because if I need shoes, then I need to make money. And the more money I make, the more shoes I could buy, the more collecting I could do. Uh, would be great. This is the biggest collection I've had and the longest I've held a collection for a while. And it's at the point where now I'm just turning it into like my personal collection is going to be a lot of these shoes that are like the straight heat thousand and up pairs. And then I'm kind of selling some of the cheaper ones like the $400, $500 ones. I'm just collecting like straight heat right now. So that's that. So now, uh, I want to talk a little bit about my predictions for the next month and my recent predictions. And one more thing, just to prove that like, if guys, listen, 
I've been buying and selling shoes since I was 14 years old. I never had a manual fucking shoe in my life that go that went for more than $350. Literally, the Toro 14s was like my top three most expensive flips that I've ever had. And that's a fucking $50 profit, um, which is really sad, okay? And like other things that I've hit, if you look at my sneakers app, it's like, it's like all the Gatorade retro ones that ended up going under retail. Uh, the top three fives I sold for 300 bucks. Great. Um, that was, I don't know, 60 to 68 bucks profit. I've never had a big turnover. And now the other day I wake up and I set an alarm on my phone cause I still try. I still try. I don't know why I try, but, um, there was a moment there. Like when I wasn't really reselling, I wasn't trying at all. I just didn't give a fuck. But the past like five months I've been trying for every release and, um, I set an alarm on my phone and I said, Union LA releases in 10 minutes. So now I set the alarm and it goes off and I wake up and I like looked at my phone and I was like, all right, I have 10 minutes. I'm going to watch a YouTube video. I watch a YouTube video and then it's like 11.08 PM or AM, 11.08. And I'm like, fuck the unions. So now I go right to the website. I try to buy and it's like, nope, 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 sold out. And then I open up my laptop and I'm trying to buy and I'm waiting in line and waiting and waiting. And then I go back to the app and I click the white pair and then it says like negative one minutes, negative one. So then I click it again and it gives me this captcha. So I click the, the fucking square of the captcha and it brings me back to the homepage because they made it so fucky. So then I click the words captcha, not the square, just the words. Click it fucking two buses, do the picture. And now it takes me to size chart or whatever size, whatever size are available. Click a size 10, boom, check out, enter my shit in. I get the notification that it took the money from my bank account. And I was like, holy fuck. I just hit a union LA retro four, which unfortunately is the fucking ugliest pair of the year. But Hey, I'm still very thankful. Uh, I think I'm going to probably get 800 bucks out of these. You know, if I sit on them, I'm sure I'll get over a thousand. I don't know if I'm going to sit on them because at this point I want to look at shoes that I like. I don't want to put money in the shoes that I don't like. Like literally this shoe, the Azale, it was comfortable as fuck and I loved it. And then the market went up again. So I was like, fuck it. I'll grab them. This Melody Asani favorite shoe of the year, uh, probably top five retro ones of all time even. So I was like, got to get those. Like now I'm just buying shit that I like because if I'm going to collect shit, and I'm gonna really collect them and not go resell them in a, in a month. Like I'm gonna just buy shoes that I like. So I got a lot of retro ones. Um, I got a lot of like my favorites, the SBB 1.0s. You can't even fucking beat that shoe. So I hit those. Now I did predict that this is for the month for the like for the months of July and August. I predicted that the Zeon Yeezy was gonna be a flop. And they were, they are only going for like 300 to 330 right now, which in my book is a flop for a Yeezy because obviously Yeezys have the power to go up to a thousand. Um, so the Xeons flopped. They're still super clean, still one of my favorite V2 colorways, but market wise, they didn't really make a lot of people money. Um, and for the month of August, we have straight shit fucking releases in my opinion. Um, obviously the unions closed the month out with a bang even though the unions weren't even that hot, like the union, the black union four with the tongue up, those are pretty okay. But the white pair with the tongue down is like literally one of the ugliest pairs I've ever seen. So 
On top of that, Jordan gives us this denim special edition Retro 4 or Retro 3 that sucked. The quality shit and they're just very basic. It's a classic white Retro 3 with a little bit of color on them. Then they did the laser oranges, which I like that the, I like the laser orange part, but I don't like that it's only 8% of the shoe is laser orange and the rest of it is white. I'm not a fan of that. So we got those we got the Retro 12 Indigos, otherwise known as the French Blues, or like similar to the French Blues. I think it's reversed, but uh, these were shit release in my opinion. Very GR. Like, you know, people are going to like these. Old sneakerheads are going to like these because they want to see like old Jordan 1 or old Jordan colorways in general. But for me, it's like I see this shoe and I think of like shoes that I would never resell when I was 15 years old and this was one of them because I just I didn't like them. Um, then Yeezy gives us a couple dog shit shoes. The Is Israfil Yeezy V2. It's like blue and fucking kind of like shit yellow. It's like it's literally like vomit yellow and like algae green. Like cool, sick fucking release. Thanks Yeezy. Great colorways. How about a fucking black and red? Black and red stripe. Those were great. Do a red and black stripe. No. We get vomit, shit green, and fucking dog piss yellow. Cool. Do you see why Yeezys aren't hot anymore? Like, they do it to themselves. It's not because, it's literally not because Jordan is Michael Jordan, okay? I wish it was because of that, but Yeezys topped Jordan like two years in a row. I think 2017, 2018, or maybe like 2015 and 2018. They've done it like a couple times within the past few years where they fucking smoke Jordan. But then Jordan comes out and does shit like this, okay? And does these huge collaborations. And then Nike comes out and collabs with Ben and Jerry's and all the fucking SBs that they did, the strawberry coughs and the fucking civilians, whatever they're called, the ones that like they're black and then they're, you put water on them and they're all different colors. Like they're doing really cool shit with their shoes. They're making different models. They're putting different textures on them. They're letting people write on the insoles. All those fucking Travis Scott releases, he's putting pockets on them. There's like suede and then like cloth. That fucking Travis Scott Air Max 270, I didn't even know this, but there's a portion of that shoe that's like, it's like fleece, like from a hoodie. It's like, I've never seen that on a shoe before. Meanwhile, Yeezy is just making the same exact shoe, the same exact prime knit shitty material with a great insole, I will say, and phenomenal boost at the bottom, extremely comfortable, but just different colorways. It's like, it doesn't do anything for us. Uh, we do need a little bit of that, like completely 180 colorways, uh, different textures, fucking fur on the SBs, like extremely buttery, uh, leather on the sails like there's so many good things that you could do with the shoe that usually just doesn't do and that's why they fucking fail right now um, all right so my favorite releases for September I got three picks here there's a fucking whole ass list of you know what I, I think I've shouted this guy out before but at just fresh kicks on Twitter he does releases, he gives links for shoes, he'll post like every month, he'll pin his tweet that says like September releases and it's just a list of all the shit releasing this year. And if you follow him and if you turn your notifications on, like half the time, honestly, the unions, like I was already gonna wake up and get those, but 
his fucking his notification popped up on my phone and it gave me the direct link to the checkout rather than having to go to the home page and search on Google and all that like they give direct links to checkouts and even like a day or two before release he'll tell you like here's the 12 shops in Chicago that are releasing this bio retro one go buy them blah 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 so if you're new to reselling or even if you're a current reseller at just fresh kicks on Twitter this is not a paid sponsor. I'm just doing this because they, whatever they're doing, they're doing it right, okay? They're helping people make money. Uh, I don't know how they profit. I think he just does it because he likes to do it, but uh, that page is fucking awesome. So go follow them, uh, especially if you're a new reseller. You'll get to learn a little bit. And if you wake up at 9 a.m., you click that link, you go there, you try to buy them, you're eventually gonna hit something. So the Bio Retro one, is one of my favorite shoes of all time, uh, or not of all time, of the whole year, not of all time. I'm not that much of a hype beast. Uh, favorite shoes of the whole year because it's the same fucking vibe as, like, I love that, I've complained about Jordan 1 colorways for so long that finally we're getting, like, I'm getting everything I ever wanted at least. That's what I'm gonna say. I don't know about you guys, but I love seeing like a weird, color blue and a lime green and a finally some brown and retro ones and like 3m and like weird this new fucking like custom stitched tongue that they're doing like they're doing so much weird shit and they're kind of starting to push the boundaries on retro ones that i'm like fucking falling in love with them um, i'm also a big fan of colorful shit as you could tell um so i'm all for it you know I i'm I'm game. Any colorful retro one that releases, I will fucking buy. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm such a fan of these. And I've heard the quality's pretty good. I think they're like really soft leather with hints of like new buck. I don't really know. I have to get them in hand. But it, they look pretty fucking soft. Whatever they are, it looks like some soft new buck or some buttery ass leather. And that's my first pick. I think that these are going to go for 400 off the bat. I know that early pairs, people are kind of selling around four. They're starting to drop a little bit, but I think after release day, when people get their their pairs in hand and sell on StockX, within that first week of release, I think they're going to be 350 to 400 range. Um, if they dip, I'm going to be super happy because I'm going to fucking buy 10 of them if they dip below 300. But I think this is a shoe that within a year, you'll see fucking really start to turn around, probably double your money on. So that's my prediction on those. Then there's these Nike SB Pro Chicago Lows that I fucking can't get enough of. I, I will say the only fucking thing that makes me not wanna wear this shoe is that it's so bulky. Like Retro One Lows versus Nike SB Lows, they're so similar when you look at them, but when you feel them, it's like, it's just, they're just different. The fucking thickness of this shoe, of the SB versus a Jordan 1 low. It's like, because I have narrow feet, I like the thin look. I don't like the fucking, and I have skinny ass ankles and like little chicken bitch legs. So like a, a wide, chunky shoe doesn't look good on my feet. But a Jordan 1 low, I can fuck with because they're thin and they match my fucking slender vibe. Um, but with that being said, I don't give a fuck because it's a Jordan, it's a Nike SB mixed with like a Jordan 1 colorway and it's called the Chicago, me being from Chicago, it's like that's just enough of a reason for me to buy them. Plus, uh, for the resale value, these are going to be fucking huge. I think that they're gonna start off at like 
probably six, 700 bucks off the rip and then eventually make their way up to a thousand plus. I don't think they're gonna go for under 600 after release, which is kind of a ballsy move because, uh, just because it's it's a pretty basic colorway, but I don't know, I'm just feeling, I'm feeling pretty high market on those. So my prediction for those first week is six to 700 bucks, if not more. If they drop below three, or they just end up being really low and, and my prediction flops, then Honestly, that's great for me because I'm going to buy them. Either way, I'm going to buy them unless they're like a thousand that I'm. If they're over 600 bucks off the release date, like first week, I'm not going to buy. Them. I'm not going to pay over six for them. But yeah. So now my third pick, that's my first and my second. My third pick is this Oregon Retro 5 that they're doing. Now, if you guys remember, if you've been in the sneaker game for a fucking minute, you know that in 2014, okay, 2014, I think there was pictures of Mark Wahlberg that's on the side of like some fucking Celtics game or some shit, and he's wearing these these fucking Oregon Retro 5s. Everybody went nuts. The internet went nuts. All my friends were like, dude, did you see that picture? Holy shit. And nobody knew where the fuck he got these from, okay? So it turns out they were like super limited. It was an Oregon Ducks pair. I don't know how the fuck he got it pair of them, but he's Mike Mark Wahlberg, so he gets whatever he wants, I'm sure. Uh, but these were so different for a Retro 5. Like, all covered in suede, you don't really see that on Retro 5s anymore. Um, maybe back then, like, the only other Retro 5 that was covered in suede like that was like the Raging Bull pack, and uh, I don't even know what else, the Tokyo 5s. Like, so... But now nobody could get them. And now this shoe has lingered in the back of my head for so fucking long. When I think of hot retro fives, when I think of hot Jordans that I'll never be able to afford, it's like this is the number one. Because they're fucking $5,000 to $10,000 uh, in my price range at least, or in my size range. And um, they're just so limited that I've never seen a pair. Like I've actually seen a pair at Urban Necessities, but I've never seen a guy wearing them. I've never seen a guy selling them online. Like nobody's got these. So now Air Jordan fucking six years later, they come out with, I don't know why I said Air Jordan, but now Jordan comes out with this like replica pair that's the same colors. It's, it's green suede. It's got the fucking yellow little fire emblem on the outside. The tongue obviously doesn't have the O, it has the Jordan logo, but it, they still made it look clean. Uh, and then the back tab, instead of the little duck, it's like a little Jordan like stitching, embelled fucking, I don't know what it's called. Jordan stitching thing. So I think a lot of people hate these because a lot of people are gonna go like, fuck that, that's the poor man's Oregon fives. Yeah, yeah it fucking is. I'm not paying six grand for a shoe that looks like that when I can pay 500 bucks for a shoe that looks extremely similar. You know, like I don't even fucking care about the Oregon Ducks anyways. Who really does? Nobody, unless you live in fucking Portland, Oregon or a different spot in Oregon. But yeah, so I'm cool with that. I wish they would do this with the Tokyo Fives. Make fucking pairs that we can wear. Like if you're gonna make a shoe that's so limited, that's 50 pairs, that's awesome. I'm gonna dream about that shoe forever. You did your job, Jordan. I'm gonna, I love the shoe. But now give us a pair that we could wear. I'm all for that, you know? Where I don't like it is when they make 30,000 retro ones and then they make a retro one mid that looks exactly like it. That fucking pisses me off, okay? Because now it's like, that's just gonna decrease the value of the retro one. Because if you could get a mid 
and everybody's already got the one. You know what I mean? But when it comes to this, when it's like so like extremely limited and then a GR or extremely limited and then like kind of limited, I'm for that. You know, I like these a lot. I think market on these should be like three to 400 bucks. I don't think it's going to be as high as people want them to be. You know, people are going to see the $5,000 Oregon fives and then be like, I'm going to ask for 2000 for these. Those people are going to get washed out because there's going to be resellers that recognize this is a quick flip. You can make a little bit of money on these. They're still hyped up because of the Oregon like fame. So I think that people are going to make money on these, but probably only like 150 to 200 off the rip. And then uh, I don't know if I see them really skyrocketing like that, though. I think they'll stay around 400. That's kind of my guess. Stay around three to 400 for for like a while. That's my guess on those. So there's my predictions, my favorites of the month, my past predictions, obviously with the Xeons and the fucking August being a shitty month. Uh, so there's that. If anybody's selling any 10 and a half Jordan 1s or Jordans in general that are like a thousand plus value, uh, hit me up and we'll work out a trade or I'll cash you out or we'll figure it the fuck out. I'm a little bit low on cash right now because I have every shoe in the fucking planet, but um, we'll figure it out. You know, maybe I'll trade, maybe I'll trade the dunks. Maybe I'll just say fuck the dunks, huh? Maybe I'll just get rid of them. I literally like at this point, I'm, I'm so Jordan involved that I don't give a fuck. Like maybe I will. So Text me if you guys got anything for sale. Um, otherwise, that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you guys again at the end of next month. Okay, the end of September, there will be Kicks Only Episode 7. Thank you guys for watching.